Welcome back to Kingdom Cast. This is your host, Bad Luck Chuck. We are back at it again with another episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, share all your social media platforms. This week, Kansas City Chiefs will take on the Tennessee Titans up in Nashville as a rematch of the 2020 AFC Championship game. Uh, first off, I'm going to introduce my guy, Country, to the tight right-hand corner. Uh, Boogie is on vacation. He's not with us. So, you know. Happy birthday, Boogie. Happy birthday to the boy, boy. Oh, shout out to the boy. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, our special guest at the bottom of the screen, he is our first return special guest. As you guys may or may not remember, he is from Fox Sports Sports. You know, he's producing behind the scenes. So, I'd like to welcome Rip Sanity. Rip Sanity is back. Robert Wimpson. Robert, how you doing, man? And welcome back to the show. Uh, what's up, y'all? Proud to be the first reappearing guest. Okay. Uh, fantastic. Uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to be on for a third episode as well. So, you know, get comfortable. All right. You heard it here, folks. You heard it here. He will be on at least one more time, if not at least more, one more you know? time. Yeah. So, <laughs> if Chuck don't get sick of me, you know what I mean? Me and country, <laughs> cool. I know about that now. Why would I get sick of you, man? That's what I want to know. Why would I get sick of you? Well, we because, you know, you be sick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk about it later. <laughs> well, well. Anyway, well, let's get let's get let's kick things off, man. Um, let's get to the nonsense that happened this morning on um, a main network. It seems like the worldwide leader in sports is kind of in hell right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, this main topic came up on first take. Um, I haven't watched first take in I don't know how long, but the main topic came up. They were saying, which player would you rather have for this season? And it was between Patrick Mahomes and Derrick Henry, the two main stars of this matchup this week. And for what I know is in the playoffs, yeah, you definitely gonna need a running game because a balanced attack is gonna win championships. But at the end of the day, we have seen within the past 20 years of the NFL, uh, Tom Brady has proved that. He has proved that you definitely need that quarterback to manage the game and make key throws, especially on third downs. You know what I mean? Those those moments that you need a key drive to seal the victory or come back and get a victory. So um, it's quarterback all day. <laughs> so I don't get why that question came up this morning. It seems like, I mean, like the worldwide leaders running out of ideas. I mean, it's not just quarterback all day. It's it's Patrick Mahomes all day over anybody. You could put him up against another quarterback and it'd be Patrick Mahomes, right? Unless you're like a Packers fan or like a fan of Tom Brady right. or something. It's like it's Patrick Mahomes all day. I don't. Um, I don't know. Did y'all see Tebow's response, his answer to that question? No, he said, he said Henry, didn't he? He said Tim, he said Derrick Henry. Um, I forget why, because Derrick Henry is the more dominant person at his position, I think is what he said. Like, uh, okay, <laughs> good, okay, brothers. I mean, you're taking the most dominant left tackle in the game over Patrick Mahomes, too, because he's more dominant. Are you taking Eric Donald? Because he's the most dominant player in the NFL right now, period. But are you taking him over Patrick Mahomes? No, I, but, uh, no, but people have said this, that, you know, NFL Top 100, for example. <laughs> the, only, the only reason, the only way Derrick Henry could be the answer is if you already had a great quarterback. If you had you Aaron Rodgers – of course, you take Derrick Henry. If I got Tom Brady, I'll take Derrick Henry. But besides that, the answer is Patrick Mahomes. It's for, well, for 30, 32 teams. 
uh, 30 teams will say Patrick Mahomes. It's two teams that will say. No. It might not even be that, though. Like, well, that's now, a ridiculous question. You're wrong, country. Because, you know, there's another way Derrick Henry could get picked over Patrick Mahomes is if they're talking about Patrick Mahomes Sr., who played baseball instead of football. Oh, then you can pick Derrick Henry. You know what? That must have been what they was talking about. They must have said, who do you want, Patrick Mahomes Sr. or Derrick Henry? In that case, yeah, I'd probably take Derrick Henry. Now, would, you take, would you take Jackson Mahomes or uh, Derrick Henry? <laughs> you know oh, what? If it's a TikTok virality contest, I might be taking Jackson Mahomes. You know what I mean? Right. The, boy, the boy can go viral. You know, <laughs> say what you want about him, the boy can go viral. Okay, let's let's touch on the Jackson Mahomes thing quickly, very quickly. I, I think they both was at fault. Washington should have had that blocked out better. And it goes to show that they really didn't plan the Sean Taylor celebration out. They didn't really put the time and the effort into it. It looked like a media thing to block out all the other noise that's coming or is on its way. Emails. So it was it was ridiculous how they did that. Uh, Jackson, I mean, bro, if you a TikTok guy, you a TikTok guy. You know, you got to get it in when you get it in. But you know, be be mindful of your surroundings. And he probably shouldn't have did it right there. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, they shouldn't have put him right there. So they both was wrong. In my opinion. Uh, go ahead, and, Chuck. And it wasn't and it wasn't just Jackson Mahomes there, like. Um, you know, um, Rooney was there. There's all the Rooney was, was there. Caleb was there. Yeah, Caleb yeah. was there. Um, all the mm -hmm. other friends and family was there in that area. So mm -hmm. that was on the Washington football team organization for doing that. You know what I mean? They should have just completely had it roped off. They should have security right there, uh, watching the area. So that incident wouldn't have happened. So yeah, yeah. I mean, because like if you're just say you're like a personality on Instagram or like a TikTok influencer and stuff like that. Like that's a really Instagrammable, TikTokable, tweetable moment, right? You next to the memorial, dancing on the memorial. It like it like is the the aesthetic is nice. It like it like looks pleasing on a picture. So of course he's gonna do that if you're gonna tell him to go to that area. Uh but I agree the optics is bad anyway. Like just dancing on somebody's memorial is kind of weird. Uh, even if you're asked to be there. So I get that from that perspective. And then it looked a lot worse when it seemed like it was roped off and he was told not to be there. And then he went there anyway, on top of people like kind of already being annoyed with him because, you know, he's a TikTok guy while his brother plays football or whatever. And then the incident where he threw the water on the Ravens fan or whatever. So it was like a, a bad avalanche of a bunch of things. Of they, It looked really, really, really bad. But like y'all said, it's on the Washington football team. Like, they had the street named after Sean Taylor, but they had it dedicated next to the porter potties, which is really bad. Yeah. The freaking Strange. owner showed up to, like, meet the family before the game, but he did it in, in a hoodie that had nothing to do with Sean Taylor. It was just, like, a, a regular Washington, Washington football team hoodie, and he was there like that while they were dressed to the nines. You know, looking nice for their uh, fallen family member, and, and then the owner comes down with a hoodie. Like, imagine if Brett Beach did that. That'd be so weird. And then, of course, they had VIPs on the memorial, told them to be there. I, and on top of all that, like you said, it was it just looks like a media cover up. Like you say it last minute right after these emails are about to come out. It just it makes you look, as bad as Jackson Mahomes looked at the beginning of this situation. Washington football team looks 
entirely worse now that all the information has come out. And it's funny. It's funny how we 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 have breaking news today in the NBA. You know, with Robert Sarver, the Suns owner. You know, stuff coming out about him. You know, regarding his allegations and everything. But like with Daniel Snyder, for some reason, his power seems to be incredible in the National Football League. He's had all kinds of cobwebs. Well, you know, you know, you know, the NFL is the good old boy network. You know what I'm saying? So he's so he's so deep into that that. It probably it'll probably take something really really major to get him out of the paint. But uh, when Jay Z by the Suns though, <laughs> <laughs> man, oh. uh, it just looks bad for a Washington football team. Uh, Dan Snyder, it's gonna be tough for him to stick around. Especially like I don't know if y'all saw this as well that like Gruden said like the truth will be revealed soon enough or something like that. Like that that's real weird to me. Like what kind of truth can come out that you know, doesn't make him look as bad. The only thing I can think of is if he's throwing, you know, Dan Schneider and company under the bus. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. I don't know. Right. Yeah, and, you know, you know with uh, 16, six, 650, uh, man, 650 emails, like, you know it's more than that. Than, I mean, than some slurs. So, here's here's my thing about that, is that I couldn't even believe Gruden got caught with that simply because, like, how dumb do you have to be to not only, like, say things that can be perceived as racist, say things that can be perceived as homophobic, but to do it on the company email or a public email or email in general? Why are you seeing the emails like that? You know text messages are real. You can delete those and nobody else has access to those or Snapchat or something like that. Like, how dumb do you have to be to send compromising emails like that? You're, like, literally... What you do in like a corporate setting is send emails to have a paper trail. So you have evidence of things that happen. Oh, I did send this email and send this project to them. Here's the email to prove it. Oh, I did say racist things and homophobic things. Here's the email to prove it. Like, how dumb do you have to be to leave a paper trail for yourself? He thought he was that protected, though. When you when you feel like you're above the law, you can do things like that. But that's like watching porn on the on the company internet. It's stupid. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you can get away with it anywhere else, bro. Don't do it on the on the company time. Oh, this is a 758. I bought my hat kind of big, so I got it at Liz, bro. It's going to cost you about 45. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, man. 758. But, yeah, just to move on from that topic, though, uh, I want to go back to what Chris said, man. Um, here's the thing. Andy Reid, his system's so good, like, he, his quarterbacks have success in general. But at the end of the day, you know, we're going to roll with 15, you know what I mean? Not to say Lamar, Deshaun, and Josh wouldn't thrive in the system, but we're going to roll with 15. And this is what How it would is. they run their offense better and they not better? Lamar can't throw like Pat. Deshaun don't got the – Deshaun got an arm, but hey man, it's been so long since we seen Deshaun. We don't know how he gonna look when he come back. If hey, he, he, come just, back. he been staying ready for what I've heard. So yeah, but being in being in shape and football shape is two, two different things, right? I mean, yeah. Plus he ain't been getting the right massages no more, bro. He might. Not <laughs> that. that was his pregame ritual, huh? Uh, uh, happy ending before every game. 
Um, I hadn't seen those comments from oh, um, who was it that said it's that? Bart uh, Scott. Yeah, Bart Scott. I hadn't seen those comments, so maybe he had some other context around that that made that made more sense. But I I would be curious as to how he thinks they were running better. Like, does he think they have more arm strength, or that they're more accurate passers, or that they're just like they they understand the West Coast office better? I don't understand what would make them better than Patrick Mahomes at what Patrick Mahomes does in Andy Reid's offense. Um, no. I, I just don't see it. And they had the opportunity to get Deshaun Watson. If they, they wanted him. him. Yeah, if they wanted him, they, they traded up. Yeah. You know, they could have got whoever they want. You know, the funniest thing about that draft, I don't know, I was at the draft party. I don't know if I told this story on the air before, but I was at the draft party. Hey, y'all, Chiefs traded up. And everybody's like, oh, Chris Jones comes out on stage. <laughs> Chris Jones is like, yeah, we traded up. Y'all know what we about to do? He's like, what, Chris? We about to get a linebacker. We about to get a linebacker. Everybody's in the crap No, Chris. No, please, no. <laughs> You said we going defense. We going defense, and I'm oh, like, Chris is. Chris was new, but Chris was popular at the time. Yeah, he still is, but so yeah, they didn't want to boo him. But it was like, no, Chris, we not going to defense. Man, if, if we would have traded up to ten and picked Ruben Foster, he would have gotten booed. Okay. Oh, my <laughs> God. Greg Beach would definitely not be the GM right now. <laughs> I mean, you know, Dorsey wouldn't be the GM either, but everybody would have got fired if we would have picked Ruben Foster. Fam, is Ruben Foster on the NFL roster right That's now? A great question. I, I couldn't tell you. <laughs> yeah, somebody Google that for you, boy. I can look it up right now. Google he is that, a free Chris. agent. <laughs> Ruben Foster is as free as free can be. A free agent, just like Brock Lesnar. Wow. Right? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. I can't describe the hype of Chris Jones running on the stage, almost knocking Mitch Holtis down. Like we go <laughs> we get <the> defense. <laughs> now imagine if Dan Sorensen had did that; he would have gotten booed for sure. <laughs> Dan Sorensen wouldn't have been there first. Of all. Ooh, buddy. <laughs> nice segue. Speaking of Dan Sorensen, um, buddy. That's how you play Dan Sorensen. Give him a small package, 20, 30 snaps. That's how he plays. He looks much better. You put one in the back, the corners feel more comfortable. Every The safeties are more comfortable. Now Tyreek is uh, – Tyreek. Uh, Tyreek's tweeting out three the hard way, and, and everybody's happy with one simple move. There's one more move that needs to be made. <laughs> Chuck, talk about you, know, you know who it needs to be but uh, there's one more move that needs to be made and everybody will be a lot more comfortable but uh, putting Dan in a in a position where he can win he can win in this position he, he's good in doses he's not good for 100% of the snacks no matter how you slice it. you know what I'm saying so uh, healthy, stay healthy here, <laughs> Juan Thornhill, and keep balling, bro. But yeah, we this is this is how it's got to be, bro. Dan has to be in doses. 
until we can upgrade that position. Yeah, uh, I'd agree with that. They definitely look better with Juan taking more snaps than Darren. Um, I don't know how sustainable this is going to be because, again, that was against Washington football team. But even if Juan Thornhill does make some mental mistakes, right, at least we know he's an athletic guy. At least we know he'll at least try to make for, up for it with some athleticism. Because with Dan, you're giving up athleticism for that veteran leadership and for supposedly, like, higher football IQ. But what we were seeing was that Dan was making those mental mistakes that we need him not to make in order for starting him to worth it, to be worth it. So if somebody's going to make mental mistakes, I'd rather it be a young guy that's athletic that can at least try to make up for it rather than Dan Sorensen, who if he gets beat by one step and then makes a mental mistake, you're giving up a touchdown. So I agree with you that the one Thornhill move was necessary. I don't know how sustainable his good play will be against better teams. But it's a better option than just having Dan Swartz and making mental mistakes and being unathletic on the field. I tell you what, though, this week might be a Dan Sorensen game because mm. simply because Dan is willing to tackle. He's willing to get dirty. They don't call him Dirty Dan for nothing. Like he, he has that passion to go tackle. And we've seen him versus uh, Tennessee before. He 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 didn't got in there. He didn't mix it up. Like, not saying that's the most wise decision. <laughs> but he is a willing tackler. I, I respect that about Dan. That's, you know, and just keep him in these small doses, man. You, you, we can't, you know, we can't have him out there for 72 snaps. That's That's ridiculous. Or you can't do that for the majority of the season. Like, certain game plans and certain games may call for that, but having Dan Sorensen <laughs> six games, six out of your six games playing more snaps than, you know, another safety, it, it, it's not a winning recipe on defense right okay, now. Anyway. Okay. okay, Chris, Chris, he going to get done dirty. Oh, wow, Chris. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you it's going to be two instances, two, two times, where Dan get in there and lay a hit on Derrick Henry? That's a tough ask. That's not easy. It's not it's, easy. It's, it's not definitely easy. not easy. It's definitely not easy. Like, and this is early in the season, so Derrick Henry ain't take that wear and tear that he usually has when the Chiefs go up against him, right? So, yeah, he's he, this is a fresh Derrick Henry. Yes. Yeah, and, do and you like, think it? How much do you think it took out of them beating Buffalo? Now, oh, that's sure a great is. question. That's a great question because even – you could even say Buffalo – even they blew out Kansas City. You could say that the high off of that win might have affected them in the Tennessee game because, you know, they're feeling good about themselves. Oh, we beat the defender champs and we blew them out. Da, 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 da. And then next week you come and lose to Tennessee. That's kind of tough. So you could say the same thing about Tennessee. You just came off of a big win. They're going up against another big opponent. It's tough to put together back-to-back -to -back huge wins. Very, very tough. So and, I, and I'll give you the example point. of uh, Baltimore. Baltimore beat us and then went to Detroit and almost laid an egg up there. For real, it was, mm -hmm. what, 19 to 16, something? It was really, really close. It could have went either way. Mm -hmm. Not to say I, Detroit is bad, but – yeah, well, yeah. Detroit is bad. So Detroit is bad, so. Detroit is a bad football club right now. Right, right. Sorry, Ryan. I think <laughs> Ryan but, um, McCallister, uh Therese was a big Lions fan. Yeah, sorry, yeah. rest in peace, my, my boy. 
But yeah, yeah, the Rams did something similar as well. I I believe after their win against the Buccaneers, they also lost the football game or lost one right after that, right? So yeah, I, it's hard to put together wins after a big win that kind of takes all the energy out of you, right? It's kind of right. like the opposite of a trap game. It's like after a big win, you're kind of drained. But I don't know. Those are just kind of maybe well, I mean, kind of things. Because you see Buffalo, you get up here, mm-hmm. and then you see Kansas City, you like, ooh, I, I want to get up here. But yeah, like after you give 150, 170% against the team, which you necessarily need to do because they're the best in the AFC, it's hard to give 150, 110% like every single week. It's hard to do that. So, How uh, did the Chargers look after they beat us? Who did the Chargers play the next week? They played the Raiders, and they won that game, but they blew it against Baltimore, right? They got blown out shortly after that. Yeah. yeah. So – or I believe I mean, so. Teams Let me do have a problem guys. like winning, uh, beating us or playing us and then looking good the next week. I think that's been a documented uh, thing that teams go through. That they don't come out like super, super, super like they usually do. But yeah. So anyways. for the Chargers, it was even threefold. So they beat the, they beat, uh, the Chiefs, right? Then they beat the Browns. After that Browns win, though, they laid an egg against the Ravens. So, yeah, after a big win, it's tough. It's tough to come and, back again. And look, Cleveland been on a down down slide since they didn't they didn't beat us, but since they played us, they people on. were hyping them up after that. They were like, "Man, that's the best loss of the season so far, right?" Yeah, uh, even moral, though it was Week One, but the moral victories. <laughs> Yeah, so, but they uh, they won last night though, so I mean they kind of got back. Yeah, on track. barely. Yeah, against the Broncos. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Denver's terrible. Denver's terrible. But but anyway. um, can you get them credit for winning? If you give us, I think people say, well, yeah, but it was Washington. But they've done. They did something to Washington that, that hasn't been done all season. They held them to. Low points. They held them uh, out of the end zone for two two quarters. Um, and, uh, Terry McLaurin got held to thirty two yards receiving, bro. Yeah, and that exactly. was you know what I'm saying. So it's it's kind of when people say it was only Washington, that's that's cool. I get that, but at the same time, they did things to Washington nobody's done. You know what I'm saying? Like that was a what? Yeah, and that okay. and that was. And, and also, that was a lot, and also like the team before that, uh, the last team that kind of held Washington check like that was basically the Chargers. You know what I mean? Because that was kind of a low-scoring game to kick off the season. So, but I think, but at, at the end of the day, the Washington Day and NFL team, you know, nothing's guaranteed. Is the reason it's called any given Sunday? So yeah, and I think it's one thing if you like, because. I, I understand winning against weak opponents because Denver, like people said the same thing when they were 3-0, right? It was against like not very good opponents. And I understand that. But doing what helps when you – go because there's almost no winning when you're going against a bad team. But a good way to help that out is to blow them out. And the Chiefs did that against Washington. Like say the Chiefs came out and instead of having the huge second half they had, they had kind of a good second half and they end up squeaking by Washington. I think we feel a lot worse about that game, especially considering everything that we lost that game and all the other, you know, 
problems that reared their ugly heads in that game. I think you feel a lot worse about that if they only won by one or two scores than how it ended up going, which is they blew them out at the end, right? So it was setting up to be it was setting up to be a recipe for disaster. Like exactly. that first half, and then Mahomes threw the worst interception I've ever seen from him. It was like, oh no. Oh yeah. man. And people don't remember, but they came out of that second half and they punted. The first series out of that second half, they punted. So the second half wasn't all roses and rainbows either. And Jody Fortson got his ACL injury in that second half, too. So things were a lot, lot, lot worse than people even remember because it kind of erases in your mind. Once you just see the final score and you see they end up blowing them out, people forget how really bad that game could have been narrative-wise if the Chiefs ended up you know, only winning by a couple or, Lord forbid, losing that game, right? So I, I, I put it as the alarm clock went off. Do you think that was the wake-up game? That was the wake-up? They hit rock bottom. And then it was like, okay, yeah, enough is enough. I think that was what Andy said. They People were saying enough is enough. But do, do you feel like that was the – I mean, we'll see Sunday. But do you feel like that was one of the moments? I do. I think – I feel like this game was more – if there was going to be a game for that this year, if any of the Chiefs' wins this year were that, it'd be this one. After the Eagles game, I didn't feel like, you know, any of the problems were solved or they made any major adjustments that fixed things. I felt like they just played well and won because of it. I didn't feel like they necessarily adjusted – from the problems they had this season, and that's why they won the game. This game feels a lot different than that. It feels like there were huge adjustments that had noticeable changes on the field, and that resulted in something different happening, the outcome being different. Like, even the Eagles game was closer than it needed to be, and the Eagles offense, like, looked fantastic against the Chiefs. This Washington football team offense looked terrible against the Chiefs. First and second half, if you really think about it, like, other than the last-second touchdown to end the second half, the Chiefs' defense was playing a lot better than people thought they were, right? They started off with a three and out. They got a fumble. They got a turnover, right? It was just the offense was really bad. Now the offense is getting it together. And like you said, the alarm clock happened. They woke up. Patrick Mahomes got back to being Patrick Mahomes. So more than anything, I think this win that se- this season, like Alex Smith said, right, uh, this is the win where we look back and said, okay, now they're starting to string them together. Yeah, at least we hope, that, at least we hope it ends that way because at the end of the day, man, we were supposed to win that game, you know what I mean? And we really could have put a 50 on Washington because, like, we had no issue moving the ball. It's just the the silly fundamental stuff that still is kind of plaguing this team a little bit. You know, ball security. Um, the country mentioned the Patrick Mahomes wild interception. Uh, even Tyreek Hill having issues with his hands as of late and slipping on the field or whatever. But, yeah, that's just some of the things we got to correct a little bit. But other than that, man. I don't see how if if they play like they played against Buffalo and they play good against Buffalo, but we're not going to be held to field goals like Buffalo were. So <clears throat> instead of being down 6-0, if it's 14-0, that takes away your Derrick Henry weapon, right? You, you, you would think that – girl, chill out. Um, if you're up multiple touchdowns, you're up double digits. I can't just run myself back into the game. I mean, Derrick Henry is that good, but he ain't that good. 
Well, uh, he uh, is that good, bro. <laughs> Can't what, say all that. Now. What was that game this season? Because I think it was the Seahawks game that the Titans ended up winning, right? Where they were down yeah. huge. I mean, huge right. at half. And, yep. you know, they were trying to throw their way back into the game, but they couldn't. They just ended up saying, forget it. We'll just give it to Derrick Henry and see what he does. And Derrick Henry ended up having a ginormous day and ended up running them back into the game. So yep. usually – you're right, country. If you're down, running the ball is kind of off the table. But when you got Derrick Henry, like the Titans do, you just got to give him the ball and, and hope he leads you to victory somehow. And it, it's the same with Lamar Jackson, right? You just give him the ball, let him do what he does best. Like, don't go away from what you know just because you're losing. Yep. Yeah, you got you to gotta force Tannehill to beat you. I, I'll take Tannehill beat me over Derrick Henry beat me. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I'm just saying, but if if we if we matching uh, touchdowns or field goals, if if the defense can hold them to field goals and we getting touchdowns, it's just gonna be that type of game. You know what I'm saying? And sooner or later, you might have to abandon the run a little bit. That's how we beat them in the, the AFC Championship, in my opinion. Yeah, it's simple as this, dog. It's it, there's one, there's two things that the Chiefs defense should mainly focus on this week. Is getting off blocks and getting to your run fits. That's basically all you got to do. Because I mean, I'm looking at this injury report right now, and Julio Jones, he's leaning towards playing now, but AJ Brown, he got a little setback going on right now. <laughs> Still trying to get over food and whatnot. Yeah, the Chipotle that he says. So, yeah, like if one of those guys is out, I mean, that could help the Chiefs defense out some. Because all you do is just you really can just mainly focus on Derrick Henry right then and there. And if you get enough stops and give keep giving the offense more opportunities to score, you can eventually take Derrick Henry out the game somewhat. But at the end of the day, man, I, I, this, the film I've seen on Tennessee is this. Yes, they got Derrick Henry, but they pass the game hasn't really been in rhythm like that all season long, despite having those two receivers. And, like, A.J. Brown and Julio Jones, they've barely been on the field together as it is. Like, either one of them was on the field and the other one's off the field. You know what I mean? So – at the end of the day, think, man, think as long as I think he might be like a, I think he might be like a game time decision. Yeah, but he's I mean, hamstring on a short week. I think so. From his press conference, he sounds like he's gonna be playing. Um, if he's to be believed, like I mean, players always think they're playing, I guess. But from his press conference and the sound that he said to the media today, it sounds like he's gonna play. Uh, whether that might be hobbled. I don't know if he's going to be playing at 100%, but he's going to be on the field, which Julio Jones is always going to be like. If he's not 100% Julio, he's like an 80% fantastic distraction, right? Right. And at the end of the day, man, as long as you hold Derrick Henry to like short, short enough games so you won't get killed in the play action pass, then you're good. You know what I mean? Because I know as of right now, the Chiefs, they allow the fifth highest rated passing against the play action passes. So, like, opponents have, like, the fifth highest rated uh, passer rating when they use the plasher pass. So, all the Chiefs got to do is just hold Derrick Henry to short games and make him work for it. Make him carry the ball, like, 30 times to get his 100. Something of that nature. So Yeah. and that But that's no easy task, though. No easy oh, task. Oh, it's not. They've, it's not. They've done it before. Gotta, yeah. So, it can be done, but not easy. If Frank Clark is really this $25 million player – he would tap it into his uh possess mode because y'all remember the possess mode he was in that AFC Championship game where his eyes were just 
a little bit bloodshot and like he had drool coming out of his mouth like he was in that mode you know what I mean so I'm gonna look for him to see if he can set that edge like he did in that AFC championship game because that is gonna be a major key in this game that's you know what in responding to Hightower's comment I don't think we have to hold Derrick Henry to nothing I think if you outscore him you get up double digits you get up you get up enough then, then he becomes he, – he's neutralized by itself. You know what I'm saying? So if we go up 14-0, then I would tell Pat, all right, baby, slow it down. Let's do some long drives, take some time off the clock. You know what I'm saying? Let's, let's you know, just, just squeeze the heart out of him. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how I would neutralize Derrick Henry. I think that's how we've done it before. Like, I don't – you know what I'm saying? Just hold him. They, they, they played good against Derrick Henry, like, recently. Like, in the playoff game, in the other game in Tennessee that we lost because of the special team just uh, decided to blow up. Derrick Henry got really? off in that game. Derrick Henry actually got off in that regular yeah, season game. Yeah, one long run, and then the rest of it was work. He had to work for the rest of it. Like, but he had a, yeah. he had a break-off run. If you can hold them to, like, somebody said, if you can hold them instead of them 80-yard games, if you can hold them to, like, 15, 20, then you, you kind of doing your job. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm yeah. just like, bro, just score. Score touchdowns instead of field goals, and we can win. That's, that's Yeah. <laughs> At the end of the day, like, football is a simple sport. You score points, you win, right? Uh, you can play as good a defense as you want to. You can have the Ravens. 2003 defense if you want to. You're not winning the game if you don't score points, right? I mean, maybe Ray Lewis will take back a interception for a touchdown for you or a fumble recovery or what have you. But you need to score points in order to win football games. And uh, at, the, at the end of the day, the defense, if you can get three stops, right, three stops, I think the Chiefs can win this game if they don't shoot themselves in the foot with turnovers. Yeah, and right. like in this matchup, in this matchup on the offensive side of the ball, you know, I'll just say the latest injury report with that. Uh, Tyreek Hill is the same thing as last week in preparation for the Washington game. He didn't practice until Friday, so you know he should be good to go. Uh, Travis Kelsey got off the injury report; he's good to go. Um, when I look at this Chiefs offense, they should be able to do whatever the hell they want against Tennessee. Because you guys saw that Monday night game, Buffalo's wide receivers were getting open. On nearly every play, like Stephon Diggs had a big game. Cole Beasley had a big game. Emmanuel Sanders stretched the field. He had a nice game. So, at the end of the day, man, the main guy, if he's right, Tyreek Hill, he should be able to do more than what Stephon Diggs did on Monday night if Tyreek Hill is right. Because Tyreek Hill, you can line him up outside. You can line him up in the slot. And Tennessee does not have a defensive back that can contain Tyreek Hill. They can't cover him one-on-one like that. And and on top of that, you got you got a guy, McCole Hartman. I think McCole Hartman's due for a big play this week. You know what I mean? He can stretch the field on a one time. And then like, you know, I mentioned the Cole Beasley example. Uh Byron Pringle, other than Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey, he's like the third best route runner on the team. He can run them short and intermediate routes can get open. So at the end of the day, you know, with Travis Kelsey included, the Chiefs should just they should be able to put up thirty plus on him. Easy. Yeah, uh, this Titans defense gave up 27 points to the Jets, right? Uh, keep that in yeah. mind. So yeah. getting 30 points 
for the Chiefs should be an easy task, especially with how hobbled the Titans secondary is going to be this week. Um, so, yeah, I think you're right. This is going to be a high-scoring affair if, you know, Tennessee does what they're supposed to do, if Kansas City does what they're supposed to do. The only thing we got to yeah. do is protect Patrick Mahomes. That's it. Because the only way Tennessee was really getting stops is uh, they was getting pressure on Josh Allen here, here and there. The offensive line just got to do their job, and we good. And we can incorporate yeah. Daryl Sloan, too. Because, Daryl, I think Daryl will have another decent game this week myself. Yeah, to say they secondary is banged up would be generous. Like, very <laughs> They lost, like, two corners last week, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's bad. Wow. I mean, I don't wish injuries on nobody, but – and they lost a third receiver, uh, what's Rodgers or whatever. Um, the left tackle is yeah. going to be out. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, LeJuan. Yeah, LeJuan's out. Yeah. So, yeah. to say they banged up. They're not Cleveland banged up, but they banged up. Yeah, they're Cleveland. not even Ravens banged up. But. Yeah, right. Ravens banged up. So and you want and you want to know how bad the Tennessee secondary is, dog? On targets of fifteen plus air yards, Tennessee's opponents have the highest passer rating in the league at one hundred twenty six point three, and completion percentage of sixty three point four percent, dog. Listen, Mahomes about to get off. Mahomes gonna do where the hell he wants this weekend. Yeah, and Mahomes throws for what? Uh, he had just came back from the injury. He threw for what? Four? Four on it that day? Mm. Damn near five. Oh, uh, you talking about uh, you talking the, about the, in the, the week previous- 10 game that we lost? He threw for oh, like yeah. 400 yards. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that was a jump yeah, pass got- game to Miko. Yeah, yep. so he he get off versus them healthy. You know what I'm saying? So imagine with a banged up. And we being generous, secondary, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, Tennessee going to come to play. I think you just got to just squeeze their heart out, bro. Just get up early and then just methodically go down the field and just just put the points up. Ball security. Ball security, please. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Durrell, the only one that ain't fumbled, I heard. Uh, somebody said that on the radio. He's the only one that hasn't fumbled this year. So yeah, even Patrick has fumbled the ball. Right. Are yeah. we are we lowering lowering the cash in on C uh Clyde way too early? I feel like fans are really, really uh, killing Clyde right now. Yeah. So here's the here's the problem though. Like we're talking about lowering the casket, but like his expectations were high to begin with because he's a first-round pick. So it's really hard to be like, man, Clyde Edwards-Alaire is a bust because, I mean, he's not putting up bust numbers, but he's not putting up numbers that justify taking a running back in the first round right now. Um, and it also doesn't help that Andy Reid isn't using him in the way that people you know, thought he was going to use him or they advertised that he was using him. So there's a lot of things that are working against Clyde right now that's not necessarily helping the narrative in the public eye. I don't think he's a bust. I just don't think the he's he, he hasn't lived up to his value yet necessarily. That doesn't make him a bad football player. That doesn't even mean he's not the starter anymore. I just think people are confusing a bad pick with a bad player. Just because Clyde was a bad pick value-wise doesn't mean he's a bad football player or that he shouldn't start for this team, or that he's not even the best back on this team. Because he definitely is the best back on this team, I believe. But just the, the, the only, value wasn't there. 
The only hesitation I have is what you said. They haven't used him how they said they were going to use him, how he was using. They haven't used him at all like that. It's like, how do I know what he is if y'all won't use him the way y'all said y'all was going to use him or the way he played in college? At no point have they, you know what I'm saying, like no screens or nothing. Like, And he was finally kind of running good. He was running hard. Whether it was good or not or whether he was putting up numbers, he was running with some passion. He was running hard which I, I liked, you know what I'm saying? So I'm not ready to give up on him yet. I don't – is he a bust? I don't think he's a bust. He's just a quality player, which is, you know, I think – and this, this is another thing that uh, – and we'll, we'll see if you agree on this. I think Brett Beach has been drafting quality players, solid contributors. I don't think he's drafted stars like a star yet. And and some of that is he traded him. <laughs> you know, we got Frank Clark. We got, uh, you know, the Patrick Mahomes. We got, uh, uh, who else did we trade for a first-round pick? Is that somebody else? Uh, we didn't Frank trade Clark. for Tyler Sign. Um, Orlando yeah, Brown we traded for. Orlando Brown. I'm sorry. Yeah, so he needs some star power. Like, he, he needs to start. He's hitting on draft picks. Like, okay. We, we we had the whole conversation about Brett, Brett Beach can't draft. Recently, Fenton is looking like a very, very solid player. Solid. Mm-hmm. Snead looks good. He could Dana become a star. Snead could become a good star. Uh, Dana's good, yeah. Dana's looking good. Uh, Trey Smith is it, uh, still in the draft. I don't know if they got a reward for that right now, but he's definitely still in the draft. So he's hitting – on some picks, it's just that it's not stars. Is that is that bad, or is that do we have enough stars already? So, here's what I'll say. Um, <laughs> you're you're right. Thus far, he hasn't hit on any stars, but there are some potential stars in there. Like I think Legarius Sneed could still be a star. He just needs more pieces around him so that he can be used optimally. Right? Mm-hmm. I think Trey Smith could become a star. He is playing phenomenal at offensive line. And people, you know, don't really see offensive linemen as stars, but, like, getting a solid guard that low in the draft and he's playing this well, I think that man could become a star. Um, Creed Humphrey's playing well. I don't know if he'll become a star. But those, I think uh, right now Sneed and uh, Smith are the best to become stars. And Thornhill was on his way until the ACL tear, right? So, well, Creed is looking like a pro bowler right now. He is. Yeah, I, was you know what I'm so, I was about to say that. Yeah. So this, I think this latest draft might have been Beach's best, but I think there's really? some merit to what you're saying. If you look at John Dorsey's resume, Justin Houston, Marcus Peters, Travis Kelsey, technically Patrick Mahomes is under that umbrella. Tyreek Hill, like those are star, 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 stars, no doubt, right? Right. And then you look at Brett Beach and you've got, Maybe this guy's going to be a star. Maybe, maybe this guy's going to be a star. Maybe this guy's a contributor, contributor. So it's like, it's a lot like you said, like he's just, he's just got a bunch of okay guys at best. And then you've got Breland Speaks at worst, which is not very good. (laughs) Oh, but here's the thing about Dorsey though. When he missed, oh, he missed. Like the guys he missed on, they're not on other teams. 
They're he missed on a lot of wide receivers. That was not very good. Yeah. Yeah, he, that was he, he, did he get he he got Demarcus right? Um, yeah, Demarcus is under the um, Dorsey umbrella. And Demarcus sat on the bench for what two years before he even started getting reps. Yeah, yeah. he wasn't seeing a lot of snaps for a long time. Yeah, he wasn't seeing it. It was like, okay, we drafted a kid from Florida. Uh, are we ever gonna see him? <laughs> like, you yeah. know, what I'm saying? So, but uh, yeah. I mean, not to get off topic, but yeah. I think yeah. that. That Brett Beach needs to get more star power. I'm curious to see if they make a move at the deadline. What do you What do you guys think about the deadline? Which is, I mean, like, man, been, Brett, Brett Beach been trying. You know what I mean? Uh, Whitney Merciless. We got pump fake by that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> but there are other options available uh, now. Does, is Brett Beach going to explore those? Who knows? But I definitely would love to have another pass rusher. That's the best yeah. my main concern is getting another pass rush because we need a we need we need to still get better at getting home. Now the past two weeks, we've seen a little bit of improvement, but to me, it's not quite good enough. It's not quite at the level where I want it to be. You know what I mean? And we you're gonna need depth for that stretch run. I won't I won't get into depth about it, but we were like this. Hold on, let me see. That close on Merciless, like, yeah, that close. <laughs> like, yeah, that close. Uh, Kevin, I love you to death, but neither one of those teams are going to trade us. <laughs> right. There is 0. 0.0 chance. This is, look, if Denver didn't pick up that $9 million option, Von Miller would be on the Chiefs right now. I, I, I It's just something in my heart. I guarantee that would happen. Now, he would have either been a chief or a, a buccaneer for sure. So, I, uh, yeah, yeah. That yeah, man yeah. loved him some Tom Brady. He loved yeah. him some Tom Brady. Tom Brady he, get Tom Brady just get whoever the hell he want these days. He <laughs> loved Mahomes too. He goes out of his yes, way. Yes, to those are the two players. Mm-hmm. Those yeah. are the two quarterbacks that he talks like the best about. It's uh, yeah, Patrick and they Mahomes, Tom Brady. Been mm-hmm. uh, you know what? I was thinking. Does Tampa Bay look like a Super Bowl contender right now? They still I are, think so. man. I they think so. Still, they've yeah. been. They don't look as comfortable as they looked last year. I mean, but they didn't look comfortable until week twelve last year. So, is this <laughs> the normal Tom Brady? I'm I'm just gonna coast until and okay, then I'm gonna heat up. The problem is, what's My been fault. happening is no, 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 no. You can go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. My fault, Robert. Uh, I was about to say, uh, Tom Brady, uh, he's still he's still Tom Brady. He's still playing elite football right now. So uh, I don't think it's really him, man. It's more so Tampa Bay. They've been having to shuffle through the secondary. They secondary been getting banged up quite a bit. Um, I know JPP, he missed a few games mm-hmm. here and there. They without Gronk, they've, they've been without Gronk for the past few weeks. And um, they might not have Antonio Brown this week. So they've been shuffling through injuries. But, but despite all that, they still win in ball games, so yeah. I, I mean, I'm not hating on them. I'm just saying they don't look as dominant as they look when they beat us. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't look this. They don't look the same. That defense don't look the same. So, but so what I'll say, Tampa Bay, uh, Tom Brady gonna get all his guys. He's gonna get somebody at the trade deadline, and all of a sudden they're gonna be Tampa Bay again. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't hate. I'm just saying. I was just curious. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, a lot of it is what Chuck said, right? They've had injury bugs. Like, 
the most times they've looked the most vulnerable, it's when like Antonio Brown's not playing. Like he's been nicked up a couple times this season. I think the Rams game he didn't play. Right. Yeah. And that's the weakest yep. they've looked all season. And then you've got the Patriots game where you know it's super emotional. It was rainy, blah, 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 blah. Right. So but like Chuck said, they're still winning games. When Antonio Brown's healthy, he's looking like he could rival Michael uh, Mike Evans as the best receiver on the team, even though Mike Evans is a beast and he's the unquestioned number one right now. Antonio Brown is the best. That. I think AB is the best receiver on their team. AB's back, really man. Cool. He's, he's really, he, he is. He is. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. Never draft Mike Evans in fantasy, bro. Because <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brady do not use him consistently. Like, one game, he'll get 30 points. Next game, he'll get four. And it's just like, yeah. okay, I'm going to start Mike Evans. And that's when he get five. And I got Mike Evans. So, he's been killing me. I start him every week on the wrong week. So, I just – I'm really going to trade him. So, anybody in my league that know I got Mike Evans, he's on the trade block. I'm, I'm sick of him. <laughs> and that's, and that's, just something, that's just something you got to deal with um, playing with Tom Brady and this uh, – receiving court now because like only two of them guys going to get off and then one's going to be like a decoy i've kind of noticed that pattern like every week you know what i mean just depending on the matchup so um I, I feel you on mike evans it's been rough but mike evans he'll get back to uh having those explosion games or whatever but it just depends agree, on the mike. matchup i agree yep and that's um, a fact mike that's a fact mike that's a fact yeah so anything else about the chiefs this week what did we miss Let's get to uh, National Tight End Week, man. Um, <laughs> you know, we got the best tight end in football, Travis Kelsey. All eyes are going to be on him this week. Um, I'm sure he probably would be mic'd up too, man. Um, I mean, what you guys think overall about National Tight End Week? Like, Is it week know, or day? They it's a day. Or day. Or day. My fault. My fault on that. Oh, okay. So, um, um, clearly, clearly, Travis is the best tight end in the game. Right now, uh, Waller is on his heels. He's close. Um, what's uh, Kittle? Kittle. What's mm-hmm. the Kittle? Like, when the last time you heard something crazy about Kittle? Kyle Shanahan. I don't know what Kyle Shanahan is doing this year, man. They seem like they kind of forgot about him in the offense. And then, um, you know, they they started Trey Lance too. You know, he's been in there a few mm-hmm. times, man. It's just. I don't know what's going on with San Fran this year. I really don't. But but usually young quarterbacks, the first target is usually the tight end. Like, they depend on their tight ends a lot. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, that's their go-to guy. So, um, let's say Kelsey, Waller, Kittle, uh, Dawson Knox has been balling this year. Uh, Kyle Pitts is coming along. He's still a rookie. Uh, he looks like a rookie, but – I think he's gonna be nice. Who uh, Gronk? How Gronk is, is back? Gronk is bro. back, but he's hurt. He's hurt though. Unfortunately, Gronk, right Gronk now. on some. Can we all can we all just agree on that? You think he's juicing? You think he's uh... every time you look at Gronk, he be on sideline like. <laughs> my my thing is this. My thing is this, man. I feel Liberty like mortgage. <laughs> Nah. What's the what, what's he at? Oh, uh, what's the military bank he doing? I, I want a military uh, pay. Oh, uh, like AARP or something. Yeah. Was, it, 
Something yeah. stupid. <laughs> yeah. But uh, my thing with Gronk is this, man. Gronk just needed an offseason, you know, of uh, getting ready for football. Because last year, he didn't really have a true offseason. And that's why he was looking like how he was looking until um, the Super Bowl. But now he got a full offseason, and he's been looking like the Gronk that we're accustomed to, you know, up until the injury. So, so y'all agree on those five tight ends right there? Uh, Kelsey, Kittle, Waller, uh, Knox, and uh, Gronk? Gronk. I like the second no out of order. Miami, or however uh, you pronounce his name, out of Miami. He's yeah, been Gassiki. balling for me. Yeah, Gassiki, mm-hmm. yeah, he's in a, he's in a contract year. He's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, what's, what's kid? Dallas? I don't think he's been playing. Dallas. Yeah, he's nice, yeah, too. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. Who else? Um, what's that? Um, San Diego don't have a tight end this year. The Chargers. Jared Cook is okay. Jared Cook I mean, is he can kill you sometimes, right? He was very good in that Raiders game. Yeah, they've been using uh, him and par him, him and par him. Some, you know what I mean? And then um, another. We're not talking end. about basketball, Kevin. Not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, forget all. Yeah, forget all that. But another tight end <laughs> that's been kind of underrated is uh Don Schultz from the Dallas Cowboys. He's, he's nice. probably had a good He's year. nice too. He's nice too. I give him that. Yeah, he's nice. But it's not like twenty dominant tight ends. It's like five, and then the rest are, are pretty good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I think it's all right, man. But we all know who number one is, so it doesn't. Yeah, 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 absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what, bro? Hey, man, stop with the Tony Gonzalez stuff, man. Tony Gonzalez is a Kansas City Chief, bro. True. I know he went to the Falcons. He needed to go to the Falcons. We we, we have been terrible for his entire career. We owed him that chance, bro. I know he tried to – I know he talked out of both sides of his mouth, but Tony Gonzalez is a Chief, bro. Let's let that go, bro. Yeah. Let, let Tony he, be alone, man. Whether he like it or not, he's a Chief. Okay, that's how whether you like it or not, bro, you a chief, you and Jason Dunn forever. <laughs> Shout out to Jason Dunn. Don't don't Tony be tripping, bro. You know he think he's Scarface on the on the low, so he <laughs> <laughs> he always is. whatever. But Tony Gonzalez is a chief, man. Let that go, bro. Yep. Certain things you gotta let go as Chiefs fans. Tony Gonzalez and Marcus Peters. Let it go. <laughs> man, shout out to Marcus Peters, man. Shout out to Marcus Peters. I hope you're getting well. Shout out to Kareem Hunt, too, another person we got to let go. You know, get well soon, Kareem. Ooh, man. That's another one, man. Listen, because that's why people are getting on Clyde, man, because we're not seeing the 70 yard runs anymore. That's you're not true. seeing You're not seeing defenders getting hurled over, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Clyde do that Kareem do? Running to the back of his lineman. <laughs> yeah, Kareem Vision. Kareem Vision. Hey, bro, I know we got these good uh, memories of Kareem, and I got plenty of them. But Kareem always wasn't. And, man, he would run for two yards, two yards, two yards. Yeah. Boom. But he would do that running into the back of a lineman, too. You know what I'm saying? If Clyde yeah. just had a little bit more speed, bro, like, He's just not – we're so used to Jamal. I think Jamal ruined running backs for us, bro, because Jamal was so fast. Yeah, that and agile. Just, 
Hey, bro, Jamal Special. was just a beast, man. Special, man. And, and, and then before that, we had Priest. In the middle of that, we had Larry Johnson. Like, we got spoiled on running back. Shoot, you know? go back to Christian Okoye. Shoot, we can go back even further than that. Now the Chiefs, now the Chiefs can get some running backs. Now wide receivers is a whole different conversation. <laughs> Don't even talk about that. We Amen. only recognize Ty, Dwayne Bow, Tyree Kill, and onward. All right, that's Amen. all we recognize. It's, yeah, Otis Taylor, Dwayne Bow, Tyree. Does yeah. Kennedy kind of count? Somewhere. Does Kennedy kind of count? I mean, he was yeah. solid. Kennedy was solid. Who? Man. <laughs> You said who? Don't say who. Don't act like kids. No, I didn't hear you. Voice. I really didn't hear you. Who? Can you can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Eddie Kennison. Oh yeah, I said Eddie Kennison in there. Okay, all right. He's in there. Shout out to Jeremy Macklin too. We yeah, still Mac celebrate Mark Bowrichter. Bowrichter no, dog. No. <laughs> Ninety nine yards. Ninety nine exactly. yards. Against <laughs> the Chargers. Oh, oh shout out bro. to um X Factor. Not that X Factor. Freaking uh. The human joystick. Hey, bro. I, you know what? Dante Hall is unbelievable. And then um, when he was having that run, they might not be when he was having that run. It, it, he was, he was, he was having a good run. And I went to Westport, and he was in the Escalade, a white Escalade, clean. So I'm like, oh, Hide a luxury, boy. Out. He jumped out the car with both feet, and he wasn't bigger than the car. I was like, look how little he is. Hey. <laughs> so little, bro. I'm like, that thing I was little, bro. I didn't know it was that little. That little people yeah, speed is different. Beast, bro. Dante all was a beast. But he little as hell. <laughs> yeah, hey. He was about oh, five. Yeah. yeah, he he helped change the game, though, man. On the show, bro. But I want to talk. Like, yeah, let's talk about kick returns real quick, man. How come they not getting the um the recognition of being a Hall of Fame, man? Because you got, I think, I think return men should have a special place in the Hall of Fame, man. Like Dante Hall's one of them. Devin Hester's another one. Uh, you can make a case for Joshua Cribs too. Like, mm -hmm. there should be a special place for guys who are like one of the best return men in the game to be in the Hall of Fame. Dave Maggie. Yep. There's yeah, old school. Dion, of course. Um, yeah, yeah. So. yeah. But uh, Devin Hester's about to be in there. Um, yeah. Or at least I feel like he is. But Yeah, I think he is. Uh, he literally changed the rules for kickoffs, man. Because when Devin Hester was going off like that on the kickoffs, he's like, all right, we got to make these kickoffs shorter now. He's making it look too easy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It was really like I'd rather kick it out of bounds than kick it there. <laughs> now, yeah. do y'all think with his – Resume as it is right now, do y'all think if there were a kick return Hall of Fame, does Tyreek Hill make it in? I mean, yeah, but he's going to get in as a wide receiver at this rate. Yeah, I, I know. He's going to make help. it into the Hall as a wide receiver. But I'm saying if there were, like, a special section for kick returners, does Tyreek Hill make it, it into long, the Hall of Fame? Did he do it long enough? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Now, he there, got there the, is that. Bro, that one he caught on the five-yard line in San Diego – God, that was Come ridiculous. On. The one um, that in got Denver, Marquette uh, King kicked out the league. Oh yeah, uh, okay. Remember the oh, black winner? Come, come on, remember the black winner kicked out, out the league? 
Yeah, BJ just said it. BJ just said it. He didn't uh, do it long enough. Speaking of people that didn't do it long enough, remember when Jamal Charles ran that kickback against Pittsburgh with Ty Haley year? He did against Pittsburgh and Buffalo. Did he do one against Buffalo? Yeah, I think so. Oh, what about Dexter McCluster? Yeah, man, you bring oh, you bringing back the memories. Dexter McCluster. He used to be dangerous. Oh, or the dope boy. What about the dope boy? Uh, Vanover. Vanover. <laughs> yeah. Vanover was special. Shout out to Terry Vanover. Or, or Niles Davis, the kick return against the Texans in the playoffs. Come on. Don't pretend like you don't remember. That yeah, that remember. moment is going down at Chiefs Hall of Fame. That's that moment is, and not him. Shout out to Niles Davis. <laughs> Shout out to that boy. Niles Davis was nice though, bro. He was he was decent. For a little bit. For a little bit. Kansas City even had some good special teams over the years. Like, mm-hmm. and before Cole if, too. If, if you, would you put Cole Quit in as the punter? Cole Quit. He had he had a nice career. I think career. so. I he think nice so. Career. I think he has to be the best Chiefs punter of all time, Devin Cole Quit. Over or Dustin. Yeah, that's kind of so, tough. Man. Louis Aguilar was pretty good too. Ooh. Yeah, but did he win a ring, though, is my question. Oh, no. No, we suck. Back with Alex. <laughs> <laughs> you think – do you think Bucker's on the path to Hall of Fame? He's on the path. If he keeps up what he's doing right now, he's one – like, he's on Justin Tucker, like, trajectory right now. Quiet, Very quietly, he's on Justin Tucker trajectory. Yes, and Dave Cobb is even saying it. Not yeah, like, Yes. <laughs> but, yeah, no, if he can keep this up. Quietly, quietly, Bucker is not being talked about as much as last year. We was using Bucker way too much. Mm-hmm. We was settling for Harrison Bucker. And he's he's cold. Like, field goal, I have no issues with him. Field goal, I don't be nervous. I don't be nothing. It, it, no, no matter the yardage. But that extra point. <laughs> scary dog. It was scary yeah. last year, bro. And he's top five best dressed on the team. Like Harrison, <laughs> he be Harrison got some dope ass hey, too, He bro. top three. Forget that. He top three, bro. I'm sorry. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He is. Speaking Man, of dressing, like uh did y'all oh Charles Woodson, uh Dwight Howard. Um yeah. You mean yeah. Desmond hey, Howard? You on there. Cordell Patterson. Yeah. Oh, oh, Cordero Patterson, easy, easy, bro. Yeah, easily, yeah. dog. Cordero, yeah. the best in the game right now. So, and he's actually playing good receiver now. Like, mm-hmm. I think, I think he got hurt recently, but yeah, receiver yeah, and running back is on the list. You know Cordell, who else is an underrated returner? Uh, Patrick Peterson, very underrated returner, very, very good. I think he made the Pro Bowl one year at returning. Yeah, this young day, he was solid. He was mm-hmm. solid this young day. Yeah, you know he didn't do it long enough. So, damn, man, the whole mood changed when we brought up Patrick Peters. Well, it's I mean, people feel like we missed out on him. That's why, but <laughs> yeah, that yeah, we ain't gonna talk, we don't got to talk about him no more. Okay, yeah, let's he, not. He can't Tremont hurt you. Smith. Tremont Smith, though. <laughs> Tremont, really, really country, really dude. <laughs> <laughs> so, but but anyway, hey, you man. Know what? Um, I think special teams will play a role in this win this week. Um, so, so McCall, so McCall, it 
McCole taking it to I, the crib. Hey, I'm a, I'm been close. Past all the foolishness. I think McCole is gonna have a game Sunday. I believe I, it he's too. he's been very close on special teams this year. Like there have been like more than a couple of punt returns that he's had that look like they could have went all the way. If one or two blocks went different, if he took one or two lanes, mark my words, he's going to take one back this year. He's been looking very good. Pringle too. He needs to hang on to the ball on kick returns. I think think he needs to earn back Tobe's trust as well because after he fumbled it, I think it was was last week, right? He fumbled it against Washington. They put someone else back there. I think they put Hughes back there, but he needs I to like earn that trust Hughes, back. Though. I like Hughes on kick return and punt return, bro. It's just something. He run different on that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I like Hughes on that. But I think Pringle will break one loose. Mm-hmm. Um, I think McCole is set to have a breakout game, man. McCole quietly was the most hated person in the offseason. And he has completely flipped that around. I think Clyde kind of helped him. But <laughs> and uh, Dan Sorensen helped him. And Dan. But McCall is the least of our problems right now. McCall is actually a solid contributor. He's having a good season, in my opinion. Yeah, he has been decent. You know what I mean? Like, he's taking advantage of his opportunities. You know what I mean? So, uh, but this this matchup, like I mentioned earlier, yeah, he definitely can take advantage of this weak Tennessee secondary and have himself a, a nice game. So, I'm wishing on that. Hey, so so Rob, you think that can Dan do that? Can Dan go from most hated to loved over this art? Like, what would he have to do? He would have to do some more Dan, dirty Dan stuff in the playoffs for him to swing. Because I mean, people don't remember because he made that play in the playoffs. But the narrative around him right now, this season, it was the same last season. Okay. It was just, or not last season, but the Super Bowl year, right? It, yeah, yeah, and the season before that, it's always the same. But he makes one or two or three or four great plays, is in the right place at the right time, turns it on just when he needs to, and then, you know, oh, we're, oh, Dan, 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 you know what I mean? So <laughs> it's going to take a few plays like that. People have short memories once you make fantastic plays. Because – Dan, Dan will have that bad game, and then he will pick Phillip Rivers off on the game-winning interception. You know what I mean? Or he will he will get that one-hand interception he got against Buffalo on Monday night or Tuesday night or whatever that game was. Or it's he'll just, get a or he'll get a key pressure on Baker Mayfield that forces the interception at the end of the game. Or he'll or snuff he out a special team fake. And he will tackle the guy on the fake punt. And against the Texans, and and he's he's a hero again. Like every time he write Dirty Dan off, he do something. Like it, it never fails, bro. You just can't play him one hundred percent of snaps. That's the key. You cannot play him. Not a hundred. Not ninety-seven. Not seventy-six. Not sixty-three. Like thirty-two. That's thirty-five percent of Dan. That's all we need. You're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but just to uh, just to wrap things up, cause we run a little short on time. Uh, let's get the predictions out the way, man. Let's. Um, I know the country's gonna say the Chiefs win, but you know, hopefully, it has some type of prediction. It don't have to be a score. But Robert, what you got? How do you see how this game turns turns out? Shoot, 
<laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I ain't even thought about a prediction. I've just been so distracted by Derrick Henry and oh my gosh, look how bad this boy is. But if I have to make a prediction, I'd say I'd say Titans 30, Chiefs 40. If I had to make a prediction. I am I'm not married to that. I ain't married to that though. So if I update okay. it on Twitter, don't be mad. Oh, you good? <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I don't like so, score. You know, I don't like score predictions. So here's here's my thing now. If the defense holds them to what number, would you be satisfied with the performance? See, that's another thing I wanted to ask y'all: is how many stops do you think the defense needs to beat the Tennessee Titans? I think four is the magic number. I think four. Yeah. Not count. Not counting field goals and like end of half drives. They need. Four stops. I'm talking punts and turnovers. I agree. I would, uh, I agree. I would love for Tennessee to be like three out of eleven on third down or something crazy like that. <laughs> that would make me happy. But what about uh, fourth down? Because teams will go for it on fourth down on the Chiefs now. You you absolutely if, right. You absolutely if right. If it's fourth and two, they're going for it. Yeah, definitely. I would go fourth and three down. They would go for it. Man, depending fourth and five, right? Depending. Yep, for sure. Now, um, as far as me is concerned, man, I know uh, before before we record this episode, I think the Chiefs are like a four and a half point favorite. I think they I think covered it's that. five and a half. Yeah, it oh, was it five up. and a half. Oh, it went up. Uh, okay. Or it might well, be. I don't know. Well, either way it go, man, I think the Chiefs can cover that, man. Honestly, I think we can do just enough to slow down Derrick Henry and force Brian Tannehill to throw the ball. And I think this is where the Chiefs defense can have an opportunity to create some turnovers. Um, I did see that Tannehill, he's the 10th best passer against the Blitz, but you can only get, but without Taylor Lewan, I think that could change. This is a game where Frank Clark needs to be a $25 million player. This is an opportunity that he can't blow, man. Like, if he blows his opportunity to um, just have himself a, one of those, you know, Pro Bowl, Pro Bowl like performances, then I don't know, man. I'll but settle for $17 million player right now. <laughs> but at the end of the day, at the end of the day, man, um, the, the Chiefs gonna win this game thirty-eight to twenty-three. That's how I can see. That's how I see it, man. They should be able to uh, get a little comfortable in the second half, pull away a bit. See, another prediction I'll make though. This is not a good prediction, but I'm making it all the same. I think the Chiefs still turn it over two more times in this game. I think I don't think the turnover issues are gonna be going all the way. I think we got one more interception, maybe one more fumble from somebody in this. I think I don't think the special teams that I'm not the special I don't think the ball security has been remedied yet. Um it's gonna take a few more weeks I think to fix that. Yeah that yeah. wouldn't be shocking. That wouldn't be shocking. It's it wouldn't shocking. be. It wouldn't be. Uh I'm just tired of that conversation though but as long as we win the game. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We can talk about we can talk about that. I'd rather talk about that than a loss. Listen, I think, even I think the defense holds. I think the defense holds them to 20, 24 or less. That'd be yeah. good. That'd be surprising. And that, if they can do that, if they can hold them to twenty four, I think they win the game. True. Yeah. Right. And Derrick Henry, he'll get his, but it's gonna be a tough, a tough one hundred twenty five yard game, maybe something in that it's nature. That. Look, if he get his, just right. make him earn it. Don't let right. him get it in 15. Let him get it in 
thirty. You know what, yeah, saying? what I'm saying? Like make him earn it. Uh, just make him earn it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, BJ twenty four solid because I said it, brother. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, hey man, shout out to our guest Rob Rip, Mister Verified. You know, Rip Sanity. Hey, how many followers you need to get verified? He already man. got his verified. Listen, all right, it's not about the followers, okay? It's, it's about not about you know. that you need like four thousand followers or something. No. You can have. I know there are people that have like a thousand followers that are verified. You just gotta your 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 verification application has got to go through the right hand. Is, is all I'm gonna say about that. All right. Okay. Yeah. You had to knock somebody off and get verified, didn't you? You, you listen. I did a couple favors. Okay. I did a couple <laughs> favors. I talked to the whole. Oh, you know. <laughs> Illuminati. <laughs> I listen. I ain't supposed to talk about that, but y'all, y'all. <laughs> yo, I'm just playing Illuminati unless y'all won't give me some money. Open your third eye, country, and then you'll get your verification. You know what I mean? Country got relaxed. Country got relaxed. He got relaxed. Now, I get verified. Ah, oh, bro. Come on, listen. I'll send you a, if you get verified. I'll send. I'll get you another hoodie. And send it to Look, you. The trash okay? talking is gonna be unbearable. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said, and they still verified me. So hey, you know what? I'm not gonna even trash talk. I'm just gonna be like unverified and above. Yeah, you can't. You can't even <laughs> talk to me. It's above me now. It's beneath it's me above. to talk to you. You ain't talking to my pay grade, partner. <laughs> How many followers you got? Are you verified? Me shut up. Hey, that's <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to Boogie though. Okay. Yeah, I played him in Madden. I played him in Madden. Beat him in the two out of three. Okay. We can run it back whenever you're ready. All right. I know you're watching. I know you're watching the show. Mm. Let's run it back whenever you're ready. Okay. Shout out, to the, shout out to the boy. Who'd you pick? Uh, I'll run the Chiefs. Okay. I'll run the Chiefs. Boogie will run whoever, which makes him a very good opponent. Yeah, okay. Because he's. He's buried. He he'll run like the Seahawks, the Packers. He'll run whoever. Okay, yeah. which I respect. Hey, I'm a next time guy. y'all play. Next time y'all play, y'all gotta go random. I can do that. We can do that. We if you want to set the rules like that, we can do that. All right, and we yes, can stream best, it. Best two out of three. We do have a Twitch channel though, so that would be a perfect setup for our tw- our Twitch. Whatever. Yep. Best two yeah. out of three. Random teams. All Madden. Yeah. Oh man, twenty-one skunks. Twenty-one skunks. Okay. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Get, yeah, y'all get that Twitch page popping, yo. Go follow that Twitch page. Kindle Cast, all in one, all in one word. I was gonna sign Rip to our Twitch page, but we can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> you really can't. Okay. That's if not, I get that's this PlayStation Five though before Christmas. Come it's on, on Come on, you need. Hurry it's up! On, all right, brother. get on. <laughs> <laughs> hey yo, we'll see y'all after the game, after that win. Feel me? Yeah. Yep. Let's go. And Robert, Robert, appreciate you copping on with us again, my brother. We will do it again soon, my man. And so, real quick, before we get out of here, I want to plug this, man. I want to plug my guy Clarence Newsom. He was in the comments earlier. Go check out I'm Not Hating Podcast. It's on Spotify. Me and Boogie was on there this week. Chopping, chopping it up with um, 
regarding I'm supposed to be football. on there. Yeah, Clarence, I'm coming there on the week. show, bro. I promise. <laughs> we might so, yeah, sign. Go check that out. <laughs> yeah, we might. Hey, we might sign Clarence for the podcast network. We're gonna build it slow, and then we're gonna get ripped one too before uh for the man come take him from us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right, y'all. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Kingdom Cash, man. Don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and share all your social media platforms. Until the next episode, which is our post game after we get this dub on Sunday, we out of here. Peace out. Kyrie shouldn't have been.